morning, Gate City. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is, I can't see y'all, but y'all can see me. So, good morning. There are some people here. I have the worship team behind me, or they're getting ready to sit down, and there are a few people here. So I just want to welcome you this morning. You know, it's, what a, what a time, what a time, what a time, what a time. And um, we're going to get started this morning with the scriptures, and I'm going to be talking about, talking coming from two scriptures. The first one is John 10 and 10, and it says, the thief comes to only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come that you may have life yes. and have that life more abundantly. Amen? Amen? Yes. But you know what? God didn't leave it there. The other scripture I'm coming from is Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Have you ever gotten an invitation to come somewhere and you were so excited to go. You made plans on what you were going to do, how you was, how much fun you was going to have when you went. It doesn't matter what kind of invitation it was. Even as little kids, we used to get invitations. And when we got that invitation, we knew that invitation was coming from our friends. And we was going to spend time with our friends. And we had to go find the right dress or the right shirt to wear so we could be there and just look nice and have fun. That's all we wanted to do. We also get invitation as, as adults. You know, we get those invitations in the email. We get the invitations from other people to come and to, you know, be with us. But th some invitations we get that wants us to spend money. So they make it real nice. They make you feel real special. And they say, you know what? Come on, because we have this 50% off sale. We have this 70% off sale. Come on, come on. You know, you're special because you have this card or you have that membership. Come on, you know. But that's not a free invitation. That's an invitation for you to spend your money. But the word of God tells us to come. He says for us to come. Think about that. Think about that word come. He's beckoning you. Do you hear him? He's saying, come, whatever your name is. He's saying, come, come, just come right here. You know how you tell your child to come and you just want to give them a hug and you just want to love on them? Well, that's what the Lord is doing for us today. So Heavenly Father, I just ask in the name of Jesus that as we come to you this morning, that you just be with us. Holy Spirit, come. And we just ask that you 
in, in Zoom land, wherever anybody is today, where, no matter where they are, no matter how they feel, God, we just ask that you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to them. Father, I ask that you just speak through my mouth. Hear the meditation of my heart as I come before you, God. As I speak, let me speak your words that you want your people to hear. Don't let me say anything that's not of you. I bind the hand of the enemy. He has no authority in this message. He has no authority over anybody's listening. He has no authority. So I bind all distractions. Anything that's coming against the knowledge of your word, I bind it up in the name of Jesus. And I just ask that you let this message, Lord, speak to the heart of your people. Continue to let your message continue to speak to my heart even so that I may see and understand and feel your presence, sense your love every single day. Don't let me walk away. Don't let us walk away not knowing that you love and care for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, when we think about that word come, what do you think about? You know, do you just think, oh, he's just saying that. He doesn't mean it. You know? But he's sending us an invitation. And he's telling us to come to him because he has something for us. It's nothing, when he tells us to come to him, he's not going to come empty-handed. He's not going to let you leave empty-handed. When he comes, he's talking about that internal, that spiritual come. He's not talking about the physical come to be, but he's talking about spiritual for us to come to him. And he wants us to, he's calling us to let us know that he is right there with us and that he will never leave us or forsake us. But he wants us to know that he loves us and that he cares about every little thing that is going on in our lives. Amen. He cares. He knows. So why is he telling us to come to him? He's telling us to come to him because he wants us to know he loves us and that we are special to him. That word come, he even tells us in the Old Testament, he says, come and reason with me. Let us reason together. He says, you know, let us reason. So if you have something on your mind that you need to uh, understand or you need clar clarity about, come to him. So he can wrap his arms around you and speak to you through his word. That's what he does. His word is alive. His word is not dead. His word is alive. We don't have to focus on the enemy. We don't have to focus on those negative things that go on in our life all the time. But we can focus on him because he is the one that has the answer to all of our issues. Yes, yes. And some of us got some issues, right? Some of us got some issues. But he also tells us to come when we are what? Weary. Are you weary? Do you feel like you just bogged down, that you just had enough? 
I think we've had enough, right? I think we've had enough of, of COVID-19, but, and we're weary because we're thinking about all the things that has happened over these last few months. We've been in the house, we've had to keep everything clean, we can't get next to each other, we, you know, so many things. But Jesus is saying, come to me. He says all, not some, not some. He says all. Come to me, all, you. That means you. That means me. Who are weary, tired, stressed out, just messed up in the head. So many things going on. So when you think about being weary, don't you feel like you just dragged down when you hear that word? Like, oh, here we go again. You know? But God is saying, come to me. Jesus is saying, come to me. Because I have the answer for you. Do you feel burdened? You know, burdens are, burdens are weights. They're like rocks. So not only are you weary, but then you're burdened down. <laughs> because, and, and so those burdens weigh you down. What are your burdens today? Think about what your burdens are. Think about where you're weary at. What are your burdens today? You know, is it not having enough money? Is it not being able to feed your family the way you want to feed them? Is it not being able to pay your bills? Is it not being able to do the things that you used to do? You know, those are burdens. And some people don't understand those burdens. Those are the burdens that just make you feel like you just can't go on. And you don't want to go on. You just want to sit there and cry and holler and scream and yell and say, God, where are you? Where are you in all of this stuff I'm going through? Where are you? He's saying, come. Jesus is saying, come to me, all you are who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen? So he's telling us not only to come to him, but he's telling us to come to him with all, with everything that is bothering us. He's telling us to come to him when we are weary, when we're burdened, when we're happy, when we're sad. But right now, he's talking about those things that are pressing on our minds. Those things that are pressing on our finances. Those things that are pressing on our children. We may have children that we're praying for. We may have uh, husbands and wives that we're praying for. We may be homeless and we're praying to get a place to live. He's saying, come to me. Because when we come to him, he has the answer. And he'll find a way. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. He said, I ain't going to leave you comfortless. <laughs> Isn't that, that's awesome. He's not going to leave us comfortless. He gave us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit guides and directs us into all truth. So the Holy Spirit guides us wherever we need to go. 
Whatever we need, if there's a finance, he'll speak to somebody's heart to say, I want you to pay that person's rent. If you need healing, he's saying, I'm here to heal you. Come to me. We don't have to worry about it. If we, if we lost our job because of COVID, he's saying, come to me. I'll get you another job. But in the meantime, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you no matter what. I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm not going to leave you out there alone. I'm going to watch over you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to take care of you. All of these promises that he gives us in his word, he wants us to understand that today. He's saying, come to me. He's saying, come to me because I love you, my child. Come to me. Don't worry about your job. Don't worry about what's happening in the world. Don't worry about all of these other things that's going on in the world. You don't have any control over it, and you can't fix it. The only thing that we know to fix is through prayer and, when, and that God can fix it. When we can't fix it, we know that God can fix it. You know, we can turn around before the pandemic, it was always, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so busy. I can't do this. I can't, I can't get in the word because I'm so busy. I got this to do. I got that to do. I got this to do. I got that to do. Then the pandemic comes. Oh, God, get me out of here. I don't want to do this no more. I want to go out and be with my friends. I want to hug somebody. I want to go. I want to. I'm like that. I don't know about y'all. I'm like that. Because I want my way. And I want it when I want it. I, God, what? I can handle it. But God said, no, you can't. You, you can't handle nothing. Yeah. You don't have that kind of power. So stop acting like you, you don't understand. But he tells us peacefully. And this is the reason why. Because if we look at the life of Jesus, he says that I am lowly and humble. And so when we come to him, we know how Jesus is. Did you ever read in the scriptures where Jesus, you know, pushed somebody out the way and told them to get out the way or called them an ugly name? He might have called them a viper, but that's not that ugly. But we have some ugly names we can call people, right? But he's gentle. Jesus is gentle. He's humble. He's confident. Because he knows. He knows who he is. Do you know who you are? Do you know how rich you are and how special you are to him? Even if you're not a believer, you're still special to him because he's saying, come to me. Because when you come to me and you believe in me, I'm going to do the same thing for you that I'm going to do for my children. <laughs> so no matter which way we go, we win. We win because we can always, we always know that we have a place and a savior that we can go to. We know that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. We know that we have strength in him. We know that we have power through the Holy Spirit. Not on our own. We can't do anything without Jesus. We can't. That's why he died. But he didn't just die. He rose again. 
and he's sitting on the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. So even when we're going through those burdens and we're weary and we're tired and we're bogged down and we just don't know which way to turn and we have all of this stuff crowding in on our heads, he's on the right side of the Father, interceding on our behalf when we don't have sense enough to pray. Because there are times when we think we can handle it and there are times when we don't pray, but he's saying, let me just do it for him. Let me just cover all areas right now. But then he'll bring us back to the word through the Holy Spirit. And that's what God did to me. He says, come on, come baby, come on. I love you. You're special. You're my child. You're the apple of my eye. That's what he's saying to you. Do you hear him? Listen. He's saying, come to me, y'all. He said, I'm right here. I have not gone anywhere. I've been here from the beginning of time. I, I was there when you were being formed in your mama's womb. I was there. I know every hair that's on your head. I know who you are by name. <laughs> he knows our name. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Doesn't that just make you feel like you just want to jump around and just say, hallelujah, I'll do it for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, but rest. Why is he telling us to rest? He's telling us to rest because we're doing too much. Even in COVID, we're doing too much. Not only do we have to worry about the kids, we got to go food shopping. We got to feed kids, those of us that have kids. Now, some of us got to feed ourselves, and we eat. I know I eat. I still eat. But we have bills. The bills didn't go away, y'all. They still there. So think about it. We have the bills. We have the kids. We have uh, household to clean up. We have people to take care of. We have friends that we're worried about. We have people that we have to pray for. We have to go here, go there, and do this and do that. We can't do it too much. So we have to watch what we do. We have to, you know, wear a mask. We have to wear gloves. We have to cleanse our hands. We have to, all of these things. He's saying, mm -mm. now, you don't have to do none of that when you're with me. All we have to do, Jesus is saying, so when we come to him, think about, when I think about coming to him, I think about being near the water and the calming effect that that water gives me, that I'm able to just sit and rest and relax, not a care in the world, just listening to the ocean, listening to the seagulls, looking up at the sky and, look, and looking at the waves just come in. And think about the gloriousness of God and how awesome and mighty he is because he's an awesome God. And those of you that don't know our God, try him. Come to him. Come to him. He's calling your name. He's tugging at your heart and he's saying, come to me. Because in the world, you don't have no peace. 
Did you have peace? I didn't have any peace when I was in the world. That's why I medicated myself with all kinds of stuff and things. I medicated myself because I didn't have any peace. But when I got saved and I came, it was all over. I wanted everybody to know that I was saved. I wanted everybody to know how good God was. Now, he's still good. He's always been good. He'll always be good. And he'll forever be good, even when we're not. He's faithful. He's trustworthy. We can rely on him. We can depend on him. We can go to him. We can do everything with him. He's our best friend. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Can you imagine? Now, your brother is blood, right? Blood is thicker than water, supposedly, right? But Jesus, he's our brother. And he sticks closer than even our blood brother. Because some of us have brothers and sisters that don't even speak to us. And they're our blood, right? So think about that. Think about how you come to him. Think about him that you can just go to him with every single thing that is going on in your life. Everything. Because his yoke, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. What is a yoke? A yoke is a balance. You know, we, when I think about a yoke, I was thinking about a yoke and I was like, hmm, isn't that what they put on the oxen to keep them balanced when they're, you know, when they're walking them or whatever they do with them? I'm, I'm not a farm person, so I don't know nothing about it. But when I think about those yokes, I think about those heavy weights. But then I also think about lawyers and doctors that have those little balances on their desk. And so when you put something in it, then, you know, one goes down and the other one goes up, you know, those balances. Jesus ain't like that. Jesus is balanced. Jesus is balanced. And he makes us balanced. When we're all over the place like I did all the time, he makes me balanced. He said, bring it down, Joy. Bring it down. Bring it down. That's what he's telling you today. Bring it down and come to him. So he can balance you out. You have some issues? Come to him, because he'll balance them out for you. Because his yoke is easy. And his burden is like, what are burdens? Well, we already know the negative part of the burden. You know what his burden is? He just wants us to come to him in prayer. He wants us to come to him with everything that is bothering us and spend time with him. That's the burden. That's a light burden, isn't it? That's a pretty light burden if I say so myself. But I don't think about coming to Jesus as a burden because it's not. I don't think Anything there, I think about the gentleness and the humility that he has. I think about the way he walked this earth among people that just really just scandalized his name. But he still healed. He still loved. He still spent time with the Father. He went away. He says, you know what? And, and see, that's, <laughs> never mind. But 
I was just, a thought went through my head, and I have to laugh at myself because I think some silly thoughts sometimes. And I said, you know, that's why I'm not, that's why I'm not you, Jesus. Because, you know, if they would have did that to me, you know, it wouldn't have been pretty. It wouldn't have been pretty. But that's my humanness. So I have to remember that when we worship God, we have to worship him in spirit and in truth, right? Yeah. So I can't make him human like me because he's not. And that's what we have to remember, that we have a God who we can worship in spirit. He's with us wherever we go. He's with us right now through, this, this, through Zoom. He's with us. He's with us in our car. He's with us when we go to sleep at night. He's with us in the shower. He's with us when we're getting dressed. He's with us when we're pulling our hair out. He's with us. He's saying, come to me. Amen? So when we take the yoke of Jesus, he says, learn of me. What are we learning from Jesus? What have you learned from Jesus? Think about it. When I think about Jesus and what I learned from him and his word, I think about love. He's telling me to love. He's saying he's giving me the commandments. And he's saying, love me, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your might, and your strength. I think about that. And he said, and the second commandment would be for us is to love our neighbors as ourselves. When I think about love, because Jesus walked in love. And so when I run across people that are not walking in love, how can I learn from Jesus? That means that I have to walk in love, no matter what. No matter what I feel like no matter what I think, no matter how I want to act and get in my flesh. He's saying that if we walk in the spirit, we won't gratify the lust of our flesh, amen? Yeah. So we have to constantly go to Jesus so that we can continuously walk in the spirit, right? And so when we're walking in the spirit, Things start falling off because we're not bothered. We're not so in our feelings. We're not reacting, but we're responding. We can listen better when we're walking in the spirit. We're not trying to, you know, we already have our sentences before the person gets what they're saying out of their mouth. We're calm when we're walking in the spirit. So we have to learn to come to Jesus so that he can fill us up. So that when we get ready to go into the world, that we can be those lights that he called us to be. See, we can't get in the world and act like the world and then expect people to come to Jesus. We have to be that royal priesthood. We have to be that holy nation because we're his children. And he's saying, come to me. And when you come to me, I, he will, not me, he will give us the strength that we need to handle.
everything. Now, when we're going into the world, in the world, the devil says, <laughs> he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? Look at the things that he's done since we've been, even before we've gotten into COVID. The devil has been on his job, right? Can y'all say amen to that? He stole. He stole people, loved ones from us. He stole relationships from us. He's killed people. He's done, he's murdered people. That was him. That wasn't God. And people blame God. It wasn't God. That was the devil. And he destroyed. He's a destroyer. He's not your friend. <laughs> he is not your friend. He's not my friend. He's not your friend. So, Jesus says that I came so that you may have life and life more abundantly. So, I no longer have to think about the devil and his destruction or him killing me or anything like that. But I can think about Jesus. He gave me life. He gave me my life back when I was out there doing crazy stuff. He gave me my life back. He's giving you your life back. All you have to do is just trust him. Do you trust him? Do you believe what the word of God is saying to you? Because if you do, go back to the scripture and just look at that one word, come. And find rest for your soul. Find peace for your soul because Jesus offers that rest and peace. The devil comes to kill your momentum. He comes to steal your happiness and he comes to destroy your joy. But God said that I come so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. Amen. I'd like for the worship team to come back up, please. Thank y'all for listening to me this morning. I'm going to pray a closing prayer for all of us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for that word for us. Thank you for allowing us to come to you freely and be at peace and to be able to rely on you. Thank you that we've already won the war of you. You died and you rose again so that we may be saved and have that life more abundantly. So no matter what it is that we're going through, if we haven't given everything over to you, then our burdens are heavy. If we have things that we're holding on to, then it's not of you. It's not your divine yoke. So help us to receive your light burden and your divine yoke. Help us to see and understand who you are and who you are in us so that we may continue to have the peace and the joy and the love that you share and give to us on a daily basis through the Holy Spirit. We love you, we praise you and magnify you, and we 
give you glory in all that we do. In Jesus' name.